had been through a lot of drama at this company, but it wasn't over. I thought about what the prophetess told me about walking on water and the dream I had with the hand of God. I knew I was on the right path, even though I had made some bad judgment choices. It was hard, but I continued to move forward. So I began to go to poetry sets. It was fun and a way to get my mind off the evil that had entered my life. I was on a mission to find where my talents and experiences would be appreciated. So I will bring you full circle from where I started the first blog entry when I was set up to appear as though I was intimate with a guy after the bartender put something in my drink at the club. So let me tell you what happened at work. This happened during the month of October 2015. It was near Halloween. Let me introduce you to another employee whom I will call Andy. He was a white guy who always had jokes. One day during this week before Halloween, he made a comment as he walked past me and said, I fell asleep. I was like, not only are these people evil, they enjoy it. He was referencing when I fell asleep in the back of the car. I guess they thought I would get mad and snap, but it wasn't going to happen. Not that way. Only if it's in self-defense. That was part of the confirmation that they knew the young black boy who attempted to thot me out in the parking lot that night. That is how the boy knew that I was there for a beat for my poem. I told my cousin that I would go to poetry sets and maybe I will find someone who produces beats for poetry. I did not tell anyone at the job. I only read the poem to a couple of people. So this is why I believe someone was still listening to my conversations. Of course, whomever set me up was connected to the black boy at the club and told him this information and Lord knows what else. I also believe that they made that flyer up and placed it on IG because they knew that I looked through the social networks for poetry events. Because when I got to the event, there was no poetry. The flyer was fake. I still can't believe they went this far to set me up. But now I know that they have lots of people to get what they want. And if those people find out what they have done, it won't be a good outcome for them. I know if someone lied to me to go against someone who did nothing to me personally, that would sever our relationship. I am not saying they lied to the black boy from the club. They probably paid him or maybe he owed somebody a favor, but they needed to discredit me. So that led me to believe since they couldn't find any dirt on me, they had to create dirt by setting me up to continue their lies and smear my reputation. So anyhow, that Friday, the weekend before Halloween, employees will wear costumes. Y'all, I could not believe what the hygiene challenge female wore for Halloween. Someone said, Elise, what are you? And she said, a one night stand. She had a lampshade on her head. She was mocking me for the incident at the club because they were the ones who set me up. Y'all, I can't make this up. They had the hygiene challenge female mock me. She probably mocked me because... I called her a stank hole bust down in the first version of my poem instead of the hygiene challenge female. When I first started working at the company, she would come in and talk about her romantic affairs with her men out loud. 
And I was thinking, so those men were willing to almost die for it? Well, she paid them. That is why I initially called her a stankhole bust down in the poem because that is how she presented herself when she came to work. It was so bad. She smelled like a dead fish was in her uterus. And this is who had the nerve to mock me about someone who drugged me and tried to thaw me out. I was so appalled. The crazy thing is, I did not have a one night stand with the boy. That is why Andy walked past me and said, I fell asleep. I knew it was from whatever the bartender put in my drink, but I did not go to his house. I fell asleep for a quick moment in the car. So anyhow, I figured they knew that guy. They knew I would be at the club. And once again, they told him I was looking for a beat for that poem. Remember, I read the poem to a few people. Not that I thought they were on my side, but sometimes you just got to let people know what happened in case they only know part of the story and not the whole story. So how did they know where I was going if I changed my phone? I did not tell them where I was going. So once again, someone was listening to my conversations. I realized they were tracking my car, but I could not find the tracker. I thought about the guy who moved across from me, a tall white man with sandy brown hair, walking down the hallway one day, and he entered the apartment right across from mine. Something felt odd about him. I believe that he was listening to my conversation. Y'all, those vibes we get are real. Some of y'all know how the Holy Spirit do. I was not paranoid, just using my sixth sense or third eye. But let me tell you this. One day at work, I was in the break room, just chilling by myself. Jasmine came in and sat next to me. I was thinking, what does this demon want? She tried to make small talk and showed me her Apple Watch. I just looked at her and looked back at the television because she can sit where she wants. That didn't mean I had to respond. Then she says, you don't really think somebody was listening to your conversations. Then she said she saw how Elise would stalk her boyfriend. I looked at her, squinted my eyes and said, something is really wrong with you and the rest of your crew. And I walked away. I went to go get me something to eat. But of course, she is guilty. Because why would she say anything to me about it? I understood that was her attempt to try to brainwash me the way they did Elise. It was not going to work. And what they did to me is on their hands and their evil souls. So the company moved from the building in Spring, Texas to a building in Houston, Texas. I no longer sat around the demon crew, just Canolia. The others sat closer to Carrie. I called Marla to read her the poem I wrote called Temporary Insanity. She said that was deep. I don't know if Marla has something to do with any of this, but if she didn't, I wanted her to know. She was the only one who gave me a card during the holidays. The demon crew celebrated with each other and left me out. I didn't want to be a part of their evil network, so I was glad I no longer had to tell them no. But I appreciated Marla doing that. That is why I called her. The next day when I got to work, I got out of my car and went in the building and Evelyn was all of a sudden behind me. She walked a few inches behind me.
She got on the elevator with me and walked towards my desk behind me, even though she does not sit in that area. So I sat down at my desk and got to work and ignored the crazy lady. So back at home, I went online and searched for how to find out if you have a tracker on your car or if your home is being bugged. I purchased a machine and I did not see how to get a sufficient read. I called the company to ask what they charged if they came out to scan my home. The rep said 10000 I said, oh, well, I won't be able to use that service. I called a company to scan my car. He charged a small fee and he didn't find anything. I see you get what you pay for because later I found where I believe they stored it. It was a compartment near the side where that exhaust pipe is in the back. One day I was walking to my car and this compartment was open. I figure this is where they stored it. This situation was too deep for me. It was no telling what else they did. I started calling around for private investigators to find more pricing to scan my car and home for bugs and trackers. One day I went to the grocery store and I noticed a white man following me. He was shorter than the white man who moved across the hall. I saw him eight different times in the store. It was weird. You know how you may pass people in the store, but not that many times. He wanted me to see him because when I got outside and put my groceries in the trunk, he was standing outside of his car a couple of hours over in the parking lot staring at me. I began to understand the walking on water from the prophetess and the hand of God from my dream. Another day, my car was on a flat. I had it sold to the mechanic. The mechanic asked me, did I make my boyfriend mad? I said, what do you mean? He said, you don't have any holes in your tires. Somebody let the air out. I thought, oh my God, these people are getting more and more dangerous. Another day, I was on my way to go to the store, or so I thought. I started my car and backed up, but my car stopped. Next thing I know, I see the white man from across the hall with the white woman who was bigger than him. They had on camouflage. They looked very militant like they were in the armed forces. They had just so happened to be on their way outside to conveniently push my car back into the spot out of the way. I had my car towed to another mechanic who told me I had a hole in my radiator. Listen, I had some type of car trouble every other week for a few months. At this point, I believe they wanted something tragic and mysterious to happen to me. I thank God that he spared my life because I don't think I would be here to write this story if I did not walk on water like the prophetess told me. Even after all this, I still say let's tilt the scale of universal energy towards universal good instead of universal evil.